Welcome to ProHo, a movement that focuses on candid dialogue to bring to light shared experiences of black and brown bodies to highlight the societal conditioning that has stunted our sexual identities and wellness. I'm your host, Penda Jai, and on today's episode, we are joined by makeup artist extraordinaire, model, and muse, the Raisa Flowers. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. Hello. It's lit. You're here. Yes, I'm excited to be here. This is the first time I've done like a sex podcast or someone asks me about sex because I guess people think that because I'm in the industry, I'm not supposed to talk about sex really, but I, I, I am a real sexual person. And I tend, I wanted to be, do a sex blog one point because people will be like, you talk so much about sex all the time, damn. And then like my Twitter used to be super sexual and like I just reserved it down because of work purposes, but it's, it's good. It's natural. It's natural. How do you think we were born? (laughs) Like we're all doing it. This is something I feel passionate talking about. So why not? talk to other people about it. Right, exactly. And it's it's something that needs to be done, especially as a plus-size body. We are deemed as fetishes a lot. So I like to like bring light to that a lot of times. Uh, plus-size women, fat women, chubby women, they have a whole stigma with dating men and how they perceive us in public and in private. <laughs> in private, yes. So what is your work uh, towards body? positivity look like? How are you making strides? Well, for me, it's just um, being comfortable in my body. I pose nude a lot. I know people see it on the internet. My family sees it. And um, I'm very open about that. I'll tell people or they'll see it on my Instagram and they're like, you go girl. And they like attach confidence to that. But it's not even about being confident. That's one thing about it is about being comfortable in your body and being able to show it. Because when I was younger, I didn't really show my body like that because men felt like they had attachment to my body and they still do. And ownership. Yes. So they just like, at like really young, I remember walking down the street and these grown men were like trying to holler at me and I was like 11, 12. So that is such a thing that we don't speak about and that goes in a whole nother genre of you know, the, the stuff, the toxic masculinity bullcrap that we deal with. <laughs> the misogyny, the patriarchy, all of that shit. Yes. Because I was thinking about that when you're talking about body positivity. And it's difficult with these movements to be all inclusive, right? And we see the same thing with feminism and being intersectional and how do you include white feminism looks very different than black feminism yeah. and body positivity for a size six looks very different for someone in size 28. So I think it's important, like you said, to just own your truth and speak from your perspective because that's the only way that it's honest, right? And that it represents yourself truly. So you are obviously like you're a self-proclaimed weirdo, which Mm -hmm. I love because I always say I'm a weirdo. Um, We're all weird. Yeah. There's different levels to the weird. (laughs) So what level are you? There's the weird that is like (laughs) disgusting. And there's the weird (laughs) that is just like being yourself and expressing yourself and being comfortable with yourself. I think I've gotten to that point now. I see myself like I seen myself when I was young. And that's important. I went to school for... I went to school, Catholic school, for my whole life. Catholic school is super conservative. They don't 
talk about sex. Like, a lot of the girls were having sex, too, and some were pregnant in my school. Right, but they only teach, like, abstinence, yeah. right? So what are we teaching our kids about what virginity means, what sex means? We have to rethink that whole shit. Right. It's interesting now that I'm so open. When I was younger, I was kind of disgusted by sex. Like, I don't know if it was because of school or the perception of it or the way I seen my body, but it was just like, I will be like, my friends will talk about it and I'll be like, ew, I don't want to hear this. We're all doing it. Right. We're all like, doing it. it. I masturbated right before I came here. So we could talk about that too. Like everybody is doing it. And I'm glad that we're having these conversations because that's the first part. To, that's the first place to start. Exactly. When I was younger, I was a little more wild and free. And I didn't really have respect for myself when it came to sex and, like, people I had sex with. Say, I would ooh, just yes. have sex with, like, the, like, I don't know, not scummiest, but or dirty. People who like, desired yeah, you. Yeah, like people who desired me secretly. For me, too, I also have sex with women. So it's just like I love that as well. And it's just I don't go out now and just tell people that I'm bi or whatever the case may be because I'm at- attracted to trans women as well. So that's a thing for me, too. And it's like people don't know that. They'll know now. Yeah. But... um. <laughs> And um, it's a whole whole spectrum. I'm just att- attracted to people and their energies and the way that they portray themselves, like in the physical, like you know. And what that's I'm why when people say, "What's your type?" I'm I'm always like, I do not have a type. It's an energy. Yeah. It's a vibe. Mm-hmm. It's a connection. And you can't explain it. Often there are some people that you're just like, "Damn, that person." You know when you walk past someone on the street and you turn around and you look back and they're looking at you too? Yeah. That type of energy, that connection, that pool between you that you can't explain, which only happens with some people and not other. There are some people that are fine as hell. And I'm like, eh. Right. But it be just because there's something viscerally inside of me that didn't go off when I saw that person. And I think my losing my virginity later in life, it's like a weird kind of pattern that I think I experienced in life. I think growing up, I felt very undesired. I was always getting teased for having like dreadlocks, being dark skinned, like all these weird things that kids, you know, tease you about. Oh, Um, I know. You know, exactly. I've been teased a lot. So that definitely affected my confidence. Whereas I had my girlfriends who were always going out with guys, getting dates, doing this. And I was like, oh shit, okay, well, my time will come. Like you said, embracing that weirdness. I was like, I know know I'm special. Something's going to happen. And then when I started having sex, I definitely was wild having sex with people who I think liked me, but I didn't necessarily like them. But I just was like, you know, fawning over the attention, needed the experience and wanted to kind of, you know, just see what it was all about. What is all this hype? What is all this sex about? And now as I'm definitely growing into more confident woman, I'm way more particular about who I engage with sexually. Uh, Like I was saying, I prefer to masturbate sometimes than to deal with the drama drama. I know if I have sex with someone and I feel drained that that wasn't for me and now I'm so in tuned with my body and the way that I love my body I know what's right for me at times you know Sometimes I do it, like, if you have a casual hookup or whatever. Word. You know, that really happens for me now because I'm a busy woman. But you just got to pay attention to the every all the signs. All Trust your intuition. I was listening Always. to Mama Oprah, 
and she was talking about Maya Angelou and how she told her, um, when they show you who they are the first time, believe, believe them yeah. and trust your intuition. You know, not trying to get too philosophical, but for real, you know, your body knows. And right. having sex, I think, is the biggest indicator. Like, when you're having sex, you're like, this should be really dope and amazing right now, but something just it ain't, ain't right. right. <laughs> it ain't right. And you be like, all right, I think I need to leave. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit more about porn because I love porn. Me and, too. Okay, good. Um, I know a lot of people don't like talking about it, that they watch it. I'm like, let me look at your history on right. your computer. And sometimes you open people's phone and <laughs> the porn pop up. I did that today. I, I was working out of a workspace and I opened my laptop and literally it was still on my porn page. I was just like frantically trying to exit. Right. That's Luckily. why I only watch it on my phone. <laughs> you can just get it. Because I'm like... No, phone is too small for like like no phone is too small. I need to see like the more whole image. Thing. But luckily, my computer was on mute, so there were no sounds. But I still was like, Lord, I hope nobody saw what was on my screen. Right. But I wanted to talk to you about what you think about porn in terms of Black women being represented. And I know you know briefly we we're talking about how you were saying you could search like big black dick, but there are never any. Black women, it's always interracial. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about the lack of representation of black women in porn being like sexual and sensual and soft and not always being aggressive or dominant. And maybe how that plays into the fashion world, because obviously you're working with all of the baddest bitches doing their makeup. So I'm sure you've seen how black women are sexualized. So let's start with the porn first. Yes. So for me, with the porn, I I watch a lot of porn or, you know, when your period's about to come, that horny phase you have. So I will be on porn like super aggressively. I'll be like, (laughs) I'm I'm doing this right now. So when I watch porn, I always go to certain categories. I either do lesbian. I love lesbian. top, Top five. Top three. Top five. I think that's most people, which is interesting for me because I don't necessarily have sex with women, mm-hmm. but I love lesbian porn. Yeah. So it's all, but which is beautiful because it shows the spectrum of a, right. how you're attracted. And maybe I'm not going to play that out in real life, but like visually and sensually and sexually, I love women. Right. Exactly. And a lot of, and a lot of women do, but they're scared to like, you know, test that side of them. And that's what a lot of people do. Like- I don't know. Some people just feel like just because they're attracted to men and they want to be perceived as that, they wouldn't try. But try. I say try. So a lot of times with porn, especially when I want to go watch something where it's like a man and woman having sex, it's just like interracial. And I'm just like, God damn. Like... And then I have to go through pages and pages Pages. or be super specific in the search bar and just try to, like, find couples that I like that make home videos or something that are interesting and actually good. Yeah, I love amateurs. They're the best category. (laughs) Also in the top five. Yeah, top five. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that is where it's just, like, it's it's better. But I feel like the porn industry tries to create this fantasy that – all and all black men just want to fuck white, white women. women and it's just like damn like no there's more to it and then like a lot of the black women that are portrayed on in the porns a lot of them are either like 
super like fantasy out of this world, big butts, da 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 da, the whole whole nine, and it's just like they make them like super slutty in a way where it's not even like it's no it's not wrong to be a slut, right? But it's just like they make them like super over sexualized, like it's just like even though it's porn, but you know it's just like they just like can't be in a cute outfit and then have the whole moment. It has to be them in stripper costumes. Exactly. Rarely do you just see like amateur white men and black women who are in a loving, yeah. seemingly lovingly relationship. It's always the the woman's like, yes, daddy, they're being dominated. Yeah. This is like you're a black Ugh. slut who likes this white dick. Yeah. And it's just like we're tired of that script. Yeah, it's, it's annoying and it's just like why does it have to be like that all the time? Like, it's not like that in real life. It's just like, or it can be like that, but if you're into um, BDSM or whatever, then do that. You know what I'm saying? But (laughs) they make it so to the point with, like, black women. It's just like, damn, I kind of get annoyed when I watch it. I'm just like, ugh, I'm over this. Or, like, you know, sometimes, you know when you watch porn and you, like, had enough and you just be disgusted? You just, like, X out, (laughs) close so you're, yeah, yes. I'll just like close the tabs, turn my phone, and just be like, Ugh, I'm over this. And I then, always say that. I'm like, I search honestly for a good 17 minutes only to come after like two minutes. I'm like, well, damn, why? it took me so long to find the right. video that I wanted. All the black videos, low quality. Or I end up watching like the same five, ten videos. I'm like, okay, I know how this is going to Right, end. exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I have that too. And I'm like, damn, I got to go back to this one again. Yes. This is my fifth time. <laughs> like, So it's just like a, a lot. It's just like, damn, I wish there was better representation in the sex industry. And it's just because it's so frowned upon. It's just like, ugh, come on. I know in certain countries, like, Japanese or Asian porn, they, like, black It's so censored. Yeah, Yeah. they're censored the whole porn. And it's just like, and in Japan, it's super fetishized. Right. Like, I had a, a Japanese guy hit me up, and he was like, oh, I seen your photo, a nude photo of me in a museum, right? And In Japan? Uh, in Japan. And he was like, he hit me up from the photo. I do not know how he found me. He went through something and he found me. He was like, because there's a thing called Asian men dating black women. And it's like a big black women, especially it's like a thing that happens. He kept like wanting to meet up when he came to New York, and like he felt dis- super disappointed when I didn't meet up with him. Well, um, you are a rarity to, yeah. to them. Like, I mean, to be honest, he doesn't see other black women right. on very, you know, often. I'm right. sure. So and he definitely worked up some type of fantasy of meeting you and, and yeah. having sex with you and what your body would be like. And I think there is a lot that goes back to it, but um, particularly black women have to stay into these stereotypes of like the mammy or Jezebel. We have these historical stereotypes of of black women having to just like our bodies just being a cavity for men to just right do whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, just it goes like, back to like rape culture, right. like slavery. It goes back mm-hmm. to just all of that all shit. Of that. It's a whole cycle and trauma. That so much is, trauma that we have to deal with, and it's crazy because my friend was saying this. She was like, she thinks she's into BDSM, but she's never she suppressed the idea of it and like talking about it and stuff like that. And I'm just like, girl, you better go for it. Go. You know what I'm saying? Like, just try it one day when you are ready. I would talk about that about kink and BDSM and how a lot of black people 
if they have tapped into it, we're not open enough about it to discuss. No. Like there, yes, like we don't have a community um, no. that supports it. That I mean, I'm sure there are communities that do exist. If you know one listeners, like send it to me, shout it out. Like I want to know, but it's like it still seems very taboo for Black women especially to participate in like bondage or whipping or any type right. of any type of kink. Uh, I think it still has something to do with like black women, just the control over our body and, and needing to feel like it's preserved and it's virginal mm-hmm. and not being seen as aggressive. And right. because we are powerful, strong we ass are. women, like our bodies. So like even in the episode of Pose One Electra, like do you watch that show? I haven't seen it. No, you need to I watch need to. it. I need There's to. an episode where one of the characters she's just uh becomes a dominatrix and like what happens in the situation. I won't tell you, but you'll watch it. I wish you would I will, watch I'll it. I'll watch it. I it know. It's, it's, it's tell me, tell me because you could tell me. Okay, so there's a part where her one of her guys dies on her during the dominatrix oh, session shit. and she gets so stressed because she's a trans woman first off she's black you know and she's just like oh my god this happened and she cries and have a moment about it but no one knew she was doming because she was working at a restaurant a top high-end restaurant and so she was, was a secret life yeah she had like this secret life no she was like oh i'm just making more money the tips you know and she's beautiful dominique she's like this gorgeous tall trinidadian woman and she's just like i've done her makeup one time but she's like just so beautiful and like the way she's so like spicy on the show it's just like damn and it's like a whole thing like people are like super stressed for her in the show but then you see like how people don't even want if you're black to see you like even doing that and stuff so it's interesting it's very interesting how the whole porn world and then in fashion a lot of the times like when I do anything in fashion a lot of the times I feel like like when I work, walked in Gypsy Sport, my body was out. No, the first time my body wasn't out. The second time I had my boobs out a little bit. And then the third time I had a lot of body out. And that was like super, that was a moment because I seen, like I watched this video someone took and edited and the people's reactions to the face, their face. I To your some, body? Yes. They were just turned around. They were like, oh my god like literally they were just like shook because i had so much body out like it looked like i didn't have underwear on but i had on like a nude nude top bong i went two years ago so i probably saw you yeah you maybe did spring studios yeah the one where it was like black and white and then everyone had like either an angel look it was white and black yeah Yeah, i was there okay i was in that one so it was just like when people seen it and I was just like the reaction because I like to mix sexiness with like edginess and then make it like kind of conservative. That's my style. Like people do say I'm dainty a little. I love that. I think so. Yeah. You're like a mix of, I, I, I haven't put my finger on it yet, but you're a mix of like a lot of things. Yeah. Which I'm you, a mix, what you said. Yeah. I'm a mix of a lot of things. I want to put the big black dick category with the BBW, BBW. category. Yes. Like, come on, like show us some of that. Like, let's do it. But you don't find it. You have to like look for That's it. That's so true. I don't see the same fine men that are on the interracial big black dick. Those fine men are never with the BBWs. No. 
They don't place them together. It's like very rare. You'll see it like once to a time and then they have her in like the skimpiest outfit and they're just like. Or she's like just sitting on his face suffocating him. Like yeah. she's some type of like big atrocious thing where I'm like, she can be dainty. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? And right. sexy. Yes. Like I love that. How do you feel about answering some questions? Yeah, let's do some it. Some anonymous questions. Okay. Um, this is my favorite part of the show. <laughs> okay, let's listen to this caller. Hey, uh, I'm calling anonymously because um, I have kind of an interesting question. Uh, it actually came up at work today, and uh, a couple of my coworkers were debating about this kind of interesting question, which is, is there a penis size that is too big for women? Is that a thing? I mean, obviously physically, yes. But, like, is there a size where it's like, oh, you see, and it's like, nah, I can't, can't do that. Um, if there is, I would like to hear the answer. <laughs> he said, if there is, I would like to know the answer. So do you think there's a thing? This is a, the men want to know this question all the time. Is there ever a such thing as too big of a dick? Um, I feel like... For the person who's actually <laughs> having sex, yeah, because yeah. some people don't like big dicks because they don't like the way it feels, yeah, and some people do. I do personally, I do as well. So it's just like I don't know. Some people, some person, like the person you're having sex with, will have to deal with that <laughs> with you. But a lot of girls, I know, there's a fifty-fifty. Yeah, some I would girls say that. do not. Some girls do, and some girls do. Like I don't know. Think there's. I mean, there's ones that are like you see in porn that are like crazy. there are some in porn i'm like i absolutely not no like there are those dicks but i feel like i don't come across those in my like normal sex life but there have definitely definitely been some dicks where i'm like okay when it's like hidden like real deep and you're like all right okay i'm gonna try to take it for a little while because i just want to be that bitch that's here and right. doing it and then i'm like okay we're gonna need to just change positions right <laughs> and that's else. another there is such a thing as too big depending on your partner and depending on if they're really trying to like be in pain or you know that's that is something too some people enjoy that like they they enjoy the yeah. suffering in mm-hmm. order to please their partner right. that that's real so yeah for them it's probably not too big okay let's take one more question let's see so i'm currently dating this guy and we're very we've been hitting off you know there's a lot of sparks you know physically sexually mentally you know all the above and We've been recently talking a lot about things that we like sexually. Well, he mentioned some things about anal, and I was just kind of like, first off, never done it. Um, but I'm not saying I'm opposed to it, but is this, is it too soon? Like, I mean, we just started dating, I'd say probably like a month. And I just kind of feel like, eh, you know, like that's a real commitment, you know, especially for somebody who's never done it. But what do you think? Like- so her question was, she's dating someone for a month. They're connected spiritually, mentally, physically, all that stuff. He suggested doing anal. She's never done it before. She wants to know, do you think there's a correct time frame for that to enter your sexual relationship? Mm. Damn. Right? I know. Part of me is like, 
if you have to ask, it's probably if you're asking yourself if it's too soon. It it's might, it's, it's too, too soon. soon. You have to go with your intuition, like yeah. you were saying earlier. Yeah. It probably is too soon. You have to be super. I feel like sometimes we move a little too fast, and then things get awkward when we move a little too fast. Just let it happen organically instead of like asking sometimes. Yeah. Because you know, when in sex, sometimes we want different things with different people, or when we're experiencing something with someone we really like, we need to like just like let it Ride happen. It. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I agree with you saying sometimes it will, like, you feel too comfortable if it happens too soon, but in a false intimacy, intimacy type of way. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, we, we've had anal sex, but. I'm I'm afraid to call him or like right. I don't want to text him this. So it's weird. It's like you you cross this boundary in sex where you're like your bodies are really comfortable, but then like have you really established that same comfort in like the actual core of the relationship? So I think you gotta kind of whenever you're ready mentally is when you can take it there physically for right. sure. And I think that that goes with anything beyond anal sex. It's just like when it happens, it happens. Or if you're that type of person who needs to talk about it, talk about it, but like make sure you're down and comfortable. Right completely down and comfortable word it's all about comfortable comfortability with you and you gotta be that's important yeah like, and we have to stop making dudes make us feel uncomfortable and still going for it because you're not supposed to you're not supposed your to. body's exactly. like your body uh, knows like your yeah. vagina like clenches no. up and it's like nah nah exactly <laughs> i've had those moments where it's like nah where you're just like dry as hell i'm like what yeah. Is going on. But you're like you said, like you know, you just know yeah. you're not comfortable and that's a valuable lesson. If I had to, if I have a daughter, I would let her know. Just like when it feels good, it's good. It's right. amazing. Right. It's amazing. And if it doesn't feel good, it's not supposed to be. No. Exactly. exactly. Well, is there anything that you want to close us out on? Where can people find your work? You can see my work on my Instagram. It is at Raisa Flowers, R-A-I-S-A, Flowers with a S. And you can check my page out and see how I am. I'm not this revealing on my Instagram. I usually talk about my emotions, black women in the industry yes. and beauty and bodies and all the things. But this is where you got me at a very vulnerable uncut moment yes. which is which is good to have like we have to have these spicy topics sometimes to spice up our lives i keep like this is cute like i have these combos with my girls all the time so it's like why not let someone hear some of it exactly and talking about your emotions is revealing too right. in a very different way it, so it's they very, go hand in hand yeah that's they real do. They do. So dope. Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Pro Ho podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe. Tune in next time, and we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye. Yes. We did it. That was dope. Yes.